Good morning, Delaware. And my co-host, Molly myers LeBaby. Good morning. And Gage on the board. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is Friday. It is. I have no idea what day of the week it is anymore, ever. <laughs> Neither do I. What is happening? We, What's going on? We had the most amazing week this week. Stay tuned next week. Oh, we We're did. going to have a giant announcement that you are going to want to tune in for. So there's your tease. Um, but this week, we had Neil Shesterman in oh. Delaware. And it was, it was wonderful. He was in Delaware City Schools Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, accolades to your team and to Kelly, our youth services manager, yeah. and accolades to everyone involved in that. It was it was just a, a fantastic evening. As I mentioned, as I was giving his introduction, this has been in the works uh, since 2019, and I was so happy to see it come to fruition because I didn't even know that there were even forces in the works that almost made it not happen again. <laughs> and I was like, do I even want to know? No. Okay, let's not ever tell me. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, and then uh, that evening, Wednesday evening, he had a public uh, speaking engagement for um, all the entire public parents and students of all ages at Olin. Tangy Liberty Middle School. We just have the best partners in the we entire world. We really do. And things always go better when you're working with partners. Mm-hmm. They always go better. They really do. And Olentangy Liberty Middle School was an excellent venue. We are so happy to work with them. And if you haven't read anything by Neil Shusterman, um, which I learned that I have been mispronouncing yeah, for I'm three years. Yeah, I'm listening to you very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, making note in my own head that it's like, it's it's like, like shush. should or would, like sh, sh, sh like yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's a hard vowel. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> so, but speaking of partners, in the second half of today's show, we, I'm so excited. We are going to have one of our favorite friends call in, uh, Sean Miller from the Delaware County Emergency Management Association. One of the nicest, most with it people I have ever had the the honor to work with. Yes, and so Sean is going to be talking a little bit about like how in the world does an Ohio, like a county EMA partner with a county library and so you'll all find the out. time <laughs> you'll find out about it so before we get into that let's talk about what we've been reading or watching or listening to this week molly you said you have something a little oh, creative today. i'm kind of excited about this so i have been on a bit of a reading slump and i was like well what am i going to tell them about all i've been doing is watching yellowstone mm, mm-hmm. which by the way you can reserve in our catalog it's a tv series right yeah. now going on um, Yellowstone is set out in Montana, mm-hmm. and it's one of the largest ranch owners really in the country, possibly the world. And it's their struggle to keep their ranch. Mm-hmm. And it's their family history and their family honor, and it is full of characters. Now, this is not a PG show. This is not a show to watch with your kids. Hey. If you're squeamish, maybe not a show. I'm actually squeamish, but I do pretty well through squeamish things because I love the intense emotional Feelings. So like a little kind of gory. Gory. As as, okay. Violence. The very first episode, don't give up on it if you start it. If you're an animal lover, it's a little hard. The first scene in the first episode is really, really hard. That's how I felt um, about Breaking Bad. People were like, I love this show. And the first episode was very intense. And I was like, I will not continue watching this show. <laughs> and you don't really get your characters till later. It, You know, it's a love for animals, for land, for but it's also the reality of the meat industry and the mm. dairy industry and that sometimes things are hard and that living out, being cowboys, they're cowboys, and I mean they are cowboys. Okay. Um, now the main lead in this is Kevin Costner, which um, Lloyd says I need to stop every time he comes on screen going, but he should already know this because he danced with wolves. That's not appropriate <laughs> to say every episode. Um, so just fair warning, people out there, if it's in your head, just keep it there. Maybe say it once. It was really funny once, but mm-hmm. keep it there after that. It is good. He was not wrong. 
Um, the characters, though, you get so in. You don't, like, you hate everyone. And then you're like, but maybe I like them. And they start pulling you in, and then they're like, no, I hate them again. I hate them again. And then you're like, oh, no, maybe I like them. And it's just sort of the push and pull, of course, overly dramatized. I'm pretty sure any actual cowboy rancher is going to tell you it's not this dramatic. (laughs) Um, But it's about power and control. The great thing, though, is they've also done these prequels, 1883, and they're airing 1923 with Harrison Ford. Okay. So I've been turning it into a space cowboy thing, but there is no space involved. So um, you were saying that it's it's re- it's on air right now, but there are also DVDs of past There are DVDs seasons? of the Yellowstone and 1883, because those are two different series. 1883 is the founding family, mm-hmm. so who found the, founded the land. And then 1923 is set in the 1940s. So okay. it's the family moving forward. So you start to see the history of the ranch and what they've had to do to keep it, why they believe they have to fight so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I also wanted to talk about today is Lib or not Libby. Uh, yeah, Libby. I was on Libby and I was like, okay, I'm not going to have time to read a whole book today. Yeah. Um, no. Like <laughs> last night is when I was thinking this. <laughs> but I was like, but I'm curious. I wonder if there is any Yellowstone stuff. So other than seeing you can get the DVDs from our library. I got on Libby, and there's one of those behind-the-scenes photos and secrets. And I'm not going to lie, I own the Outlander one. Mm -hmm. But it's where you get all the information, like, they went to cowboy camp to learn to ride horses, and they have to rope cows, and they have to know how to do all of that. To make it believable. So they lived out in a camp tent, so they had to feed themselves. They had to, with real cowboys, to learn to do all of this to make this realistic. It talks about the history of the actors, how the actors feel about their characters, goes into there even as a section on how you can dress like a proper cowboy mm-hmm. with like prices good. and where to go get them and I'm oh. like oh maybe I can be a little Yellowstone for Halloween this That's year a good cosplay or idea. every day mm-hmm. um maybe I'm really a cowboy and didn't know it <laughs> except for the I'm not fear of say. horses <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one <laughs> when I um was 10 I went to Girl Scout horse camp and my dad took us horseback riding the day before this is a rube story get used to rube stories mm-hmm. And uh, weekend before, he's like, let's go ride moose. And that was my nickname as a child. Oh, I thought you were going to ride a moose. No, we're going to go ride like moose because that's, that's me. <laughs> and uh, so we go out to my grandparents' farm where somebody was keeping their horses. And I remember asking him, Dad, do you know how to saddle a horse? And he just looks at me and he's like, of course I do. And he puts the saddles on and we get on them. And then I'm like, oh, can you slow down for a second? He kicks the horse. We go running down a hill. This is southern Ohio, so we have hills. And we're going through the field, and these horses are just tearing off. We have no control. My dad's saddle breaks because, no, he didn't know how to saddle a horse. (laughs) He falls off in the field. My horse turns up the hill. My saddle is now on the side of the horse. I'm staring at a tree coming at me real fast. I let go of the horse. Oh, there you go. And just Mm -hmm. fall off. I I have like a couple scratches, but Mm -hmm. I am not injured. That was the right right choice. Three years later, we realized Dad actually broke ribs. (gasps) And I went back yelling at him, are you okay, Dad? Are you okay? And he doesn't say anything till I get there. And then his first words to me are, carry this saddle, Moose. And I had to carry his saddle <laughs> all the way back up the hill. <laughs> so we all were, you know, other than he did survive his broken ribs there. Yeah. Um, and I went to horse camp the next week and refused to get on a horse. Yeah, as you should have. So yeah. so what we've learned is you should not be a cowboy, but if you should be a cowboy. But, Absolutely can get over that. <laughs> but if you want to be a cowboy, watch Yellowstone. Yes. Reserve the DVDs at the library. Uh and then get on Libby 
and, and then, read all the behind the scenes stuff in a magazine. So you search for Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Okay. And it's like one of the first things just flip through. You'll see Kevin Costner leaning on a fence post there. So Amazing. You know, you found it. Well, so this is funny because we didn't plan this. Um, but the book that I have to talk about today is also it's a book about the behind the scenes of a TV show. Oh my gosh, I love this. So it's called The Office BFFs, Tales uh-huh. of the Office from Two Best Friends Who Were There. And it is by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Oh, and that's going to be fun. So you know Jenna and Angela as Pam and Angela, right? Isn't her name mm-hmm. Angela on the show too? Yes. And Angela Martin, yes. Pam Beasley and Angela Martin on the show. Um, the Office. And this is, of course, the American version with Steve Carell and Rain Wilson and so Oscar Nunez, so many other names yes. uh, on this show. BJ Novak. I mean, Mindy Kaling. You can go on Mindy and on and on Kaling. with all of the different people who are on this show. Um, and it, if you listen to their podcast, they have yes. a very successful podcast, and it goes episode by episode to give you the behind the scenes of the entire show. Um, told from the perspective of two best friends who were there. And so this book really takes a lot of those stories from that podcast, puts it into a book. I was listening to the audio book of it, and it's very enjoyable. In the audio book, there are some exclusive interviews. There's an introduction that Rain Wilson does. I love Rain Wilson, too. Steve Carell comes in and gives a little bit in there. Um, And so other people pop in and add their two cents. So that's going to be something that you might get a little bit beyond the podcast. You might get a little bit beyond... Um, the book, I, I believe uh, the things that Steve Carell and the other people add in in the audio book are written in yeah. the actual book. So that's going to be some of your your extra stuff. But I'm going to some of the stories that, you know, some of your favorite things that you learned on this show, they really go in and they tell you like some other things that were that were actually happening, like in the chapter um, that they call the booze cruise, which is uh, <laughs> one of the episodes of the show. I remember. They are saying that. You know, it was one of it was one of like two episodes that they did not film on their on their soundstage mm-hmm. or on set or something like that. And they actually went to a place and somebody rented a boat and they were filming, <laughs> you know, 13 hours a day yeah. on a boat. And so they were all getting seasick. <laughs> and so some of the scenes where you see them like not like chucking their guts off the side of the boat. <laughs> some of them had already been doing that all day long. Oh, um, it, uh, Jenna Fisher tells this other story about how she was, um, it's it's a moment between um, Pam and, why have I just lost his other name? Pam and, oh, yeah, oh my I've gosh. I've only had one cup of coffee, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it just escaped me. Yeah, so anyway, it's a moment between the two main people. Yes. And uh, they're standing there and they, um, Pam is kind of like finally saying, you know, I'm annoyed with my boyfriend and it's... The other guy's opportunity to say, yes, I like you. you yes. Know? And they the, the the director takes them aside and says, I know it's a comedy and it's all about punch, punch, punch and mm-hmm. fast pace. But like, take your time with this scene. It's important that this scene develops naturally. And so there's a moment of silence. Like after she says, I'm like having a rough time with my boyfriend um, and the fandom world mm-hmm. counted 27 seconds past wow. of silence, which is huge real estate mm-hmm. in the in the comedy world, um, sitcom world. And uh, so the director really fought for. They tell the story that the director really fought to keep that time in. And when the director kept that time in, the fans were like on the edge of their seat the whole I would, time. I was. I remember yeah. it. And But she said, meantime, while that's happening, while they're having this beautiful 27-second moment that's huge in the series, um, 
the rest of the cast is on a dinghy um, getting transported back to the mainland. Uh-huh. And it was pitch black. It was the middle of night. And they lost the dinghy. Oh, no. <laughs> and so the scene is happening. And they're having this beautiful moment. And the director is off to the side. And uh, they get a like a... We lost Phyllis and the dinghy. <laughs> The the book is laugh out loud funny. Um, that is only one of the stories that I will share with you that you will find in this book. Um, it's called the Office BFFs. You can uh, reserve it on Libby in both audiobook and ebook. You'll have a wait there. But the physical book, we have tons of copies in the catalog, and the uh, book on CD, we have uh, several copies in the catalog. And that that's you can a get story I want. I hate today. the stories when I find out they don't like each other behind the scenes. Best friends. I love yeah. that. That makes the show even better They're for all me. Best friends. So, okay. Well, on the other half, we are going to come back and talk to Sean Miller, and uh, we'll talk about the partnership between the Delaware County EMA and the Delaware County District Library. So, it's a great one. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining us. I am Nicole Fowles at the Delaware County District Library, I'm joined by my co-host Molly Myers Labadee. I'm here again. Always happy to have you, Gage, on the board. Oh. And Gage is bringing in our friend Sean Miller from the Delaware County Emergency Management Association to join us and talk a little bit about. About our partnership today. So hi, Sean. Good morning. First, Molly and I have to offer you congratulations because you have been with the Delaware County EMA mm-hmm. for many, many years, but now you're going on to a new adventure. Do you want to say where that new adventure is? Sure. I'll be going to uh, the Ohio Emergency Management Agency next month as the Regional Operations Chief. Congratulations. Ohio is lucky to have you. They really are. And I hear you'll also be reunited with our friend Sandy Mackey while you're down there. That's right. That's right. We've got to stop stealing all of our good people. Right. (laughs) I mean, I know we have other really good ones, too. So we're still in good hands, right? Absolutely. We're in excellent hands. Uh, Scott, JC, and Sean here. Yes, there are Mm -hmm. two Seans here in the office. (laughs) They're terrific people, and uh, they've got things well at hand. Mm-hmm. They absolutely do. You guys have so much that you do. Um, we're only going to touch on like a f- smallest Small. little fraction of it today. Um, but one of the things that we've partnered with the Delaware County EMA on is COVID tests. Yes. How has that partnership worked out? It's worked out very well. And I think that the libraries working with emergency management is just the perfect fit because the libraries are open, they're accessible. They're uh, well-known throughout the county, and, uh, you know, they provide very important public services uh, to include uh, COVID test kits over the years. And, Molly, I know that uh, we worked very closely. We did. Public health, and when those test kits became available, you guys took on the large logistical challenge of uh, distributing those among your your organizations uh, or your your branches, I should say, in the county. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that they were a very hot commodity for a while. Yes. Uh, And, you know, we still are handing those out, Mm -hmm. and I still keep a set. Sean, one thing I don't think people always realize about the EMA, they know you exist, but I don't know that they know what a protective boundary you're putting over this county. Mm -hmm. It's like a force field of safety in my mind now, because when the COVID test came, Libraries just sort of got brought into this this crazy thing, and we were trying to keep up with those tests. And I remember being like, how am I going to pick them up? And then you called me. And it was like, 
here's the answer. I, I can't even tell you, like, my stress, stress levels at that point dropped like 30, you know, 300 times mm-hmm. because you called and I was like, how are we going to get them? We need to pick them up if we want to get them sooner. You know, you helped me get in touch with all of the emergency management in the county, the firefighters, the police, the hospitals. You're still, you know, your team still occasionally reaches out to me. You got me with the health department and we were able to really make sure that we were getting those so we can get them to the people who needed them and keep the whole county safer that way. Well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a day in, in your life, just isn't it? Day. It was a huge day for me, but that's just what you do. Well, emergency management does get pulled in a lot of different directions. And I think mm-hmm. as a profession, as a career field over the past five years, uh, it's it's gotten more attention than perhaps it has uh, previously, uh, and unfortunately, uh, that might be partially to do with all the the bad things that have gone on mm-hmm. the past five years, uh, not the least of which is COVID. Well, yeah. I think that's a good segue into something good that is coming up. Yes. It, it feels like it's forever away, but it's going to be here before we know it. And people probably don't realize we're already planning for it. And that is the total solar eclipse that is coming basically to cross Delaware County in 2024. Yes. So, Sean, can you say a little bit about like how in the world does Delaware EMA or the state EMA get involved with a solar eclipse? Well, uh, not to be confused with a total eclipse of the heart. This is a, <laughs> that, that joke has been made many times. <laughs> it but, won't get um, old. You're good. <laughs> the, the total solar eclipse is April 8th, 2024. I believe I got that date correct. Uh, JC with mm-hmm. our office would uh, not be pleased if I got it wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, you might ask yourself on the surface, well, why is public safety looking at this? Why is emergency management looking at this? Well, uh, back in 2017, uh, the state of Kentucky had a similar event, and some of the smaller counties down there had their populations double wow. or mm-hmm. even triple with folks coming in to uh, see this event, to watch it mm-hmm. uh, back in 17. And so uh, nothing to be concerned about, just something to be aware of. And that's, yeah. that's the way we're looking at it. A lot of opportunities with this. Uh, but we just want to make sure that the uh, plans and procedures are in place to handle the increased traffic and the, the communications. And so one of the, the key points there is uh, come early, stay mm-hmm. late, mm-hmm. stay put. And the idea there is to hopefully uh, spread out the increase in traffic over a longer period of time. Uh, that way, you know, your, your 71s, your 23s, your 315s, 42s, they're mm-hmm. not... Uh, overly burdened at any one time. Yeah, because with more people becomes just the opportunity for more risk. The yes. same things can happen every day. You can run out of gas, but then when you triple the opportunities for that, you have triple the people running out yes. of gas and on the side of the highway. You have people who have you know, any sort of medical illnesses, and that just triples the opportunity mm-hmm. for those sorts of things. But then you add traffic backups and all those things into it. And so, like you mentioned, public safety is at the forefront, and we just Mm -hmm. want to make sure that people have a great, safe experience. And education, too. One of the things that we really want to make sure we get out there is eclipse are, you know, 
amazing things to see and you get so few opportunities, Mm -hmm. but there's a safe way to do it in an unsafe way. And I know the library's role in this is going to be a lot of the education and sharing information on safety across the board from the roads to how do I view this? Where do I get? How do I know if my glasses are good? Mm -hmm. How do I, you know, and being able to be in with the experts, which you've created a team of experts to work on this Mm -hmm. is going to be extremely helpful. And, you know, you really have pulled together some of the most um, important people for this in Delaware County. Well, Delaware County has a lot going for it in this process, and we have uh, uh, a secret weapon in our back <laughs> pocket, and that is uh, Perkins Observatory. Yes. Right. And so uh, they've been heavily involved. Uh, Don Stevens there, your director, has been heavily involved, and we appreciate his attendance at our planning meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Delaware County specifically is within the zone of totality. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Harlem Township may be part of mm-hmm. Genoa, Trenton, southeast corner of the county might not be, but the rest of the county is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the whole, Delaware County will be a pretty good place to watch the eclipse. And then when you go north and west, uh, that's kind of the, the main area. So Hardin County is going to be one of the best places in the state mm-hmm. to watch. It's going to have uh, one of the longest times of uh, totality uh, in the uh, eclipse will happen here in Delaware County about 3.11, 3.12 p.m. on April 8th, 2024. So right. uh, mm-hmm. pretty pretty good viewing here. Uh, it only gets better as you go north and west, though. It's going to be amazing. And when yeah. you say totality, because I had to even look like, what does that mean? It means midnight black. It means yeah. it is going to be midnight black for a period of time in the middle of the day. Like you said, three, three o'clock hour. So awesome. Yeah. That's right. And these types of events are very rare for any given area. I mean, since the founding of this country, there have not been that many uh, of these. Uh, so this this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, most likely, in any, at, at any given point. So uh, certainly something to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean, it has been such a joy to have you join us today. Um, how much longer can people see you in Delaware County? I'll be around until March 2nd, but I'm still going to live here. All righty. I know. I see your, I see your kiddos coming to school mm-hmm. most mornings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Sean, it has been a joy. And uh, stop by and have everybody, have all your friends say hi to Sean until March 2nd. And um, we're going to go ahead and sign off because otherwise the city guys are going to yell at us. So, <laughs> I don't want yelled at. I don't want yelled at. They're our friends. <laughs> all right, Sean, thanks for joining us. Take care. Molly, thanks for being my co-host. Always love and it. Gage, thank you for the board. Anytime you're talking space, I'm totally fine I know, with I going was like, over. I kept looking over to be like, how into this is Gage? <laughs> next week, we will. Until next week, we will see you in the stacks.